0: So I was telling you this at the brewery, that pre-COVID days. When I was a boy before COVID, the COVID-19, I remember they used to have those long tables with those pretzel rod buckets. (laughs) When we were kids, we'd walk uphill both ways to San City to get those pretzel (laughs) buckets.
1: You sound like the grandpa in Courage the Cowardly Dog.
0: Uh, I don't know what that is.
1: You don't know Courage the Cowardly Dog?
0: Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And if you want to help support us, just hop on over to patreon.com slash podcast where you can access Lots of bonus content, including behind-the-scenes pictures, videos, and a full report card of every place we've ever gone to and reviewed on our podcast. So again, that's patreon.com slash a if you want all of that good stuff and to help support us. There should be a link in the episode description that you can click on as well, wherever you're listening to us. My name, of course, is Joe, and I'm joined, as always, of course, by...
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie.
0: Bit of bad news today. Yes. Do we, I don't think we have sad saxophone music.
1: No, probably not. I'll
0: do a sad trombone. Perfect. Because unfortunately, as we teased in last week's episode for this week's episode, we were supposed to go to the New York Yankees game and basically do a review, do a grade of the Yankees game. So I'm sorry if you're a Yankees fan or a baseball fan and you were hoping for that, but what Tell, tell the people, I can't bring myself to do it. Tell the people <laughs> what happened.
1: So, we were on our way to the Yankee game and we had planned to stop at one of our favorite coffee roasters, which is halfway there. Mongo's. Shout out to Mongo's. Yes. And we were like, oh, this is perfect. It's on the way from where we live out east in Long Island on our way to the Bronx. And we looked at the weather forecast and there was a to 100% chance of rain for the entire afternoon all the way into tomorrow morning.
0: Somehow the forecast went from sunny, I think maybe Friday and Saturday. It's obviously Sunday now to this morning, it said cloudy Mm -hmm. and then a little bit of rain. And then by the time we got to the coffee roaster and checked, which was a few hours before game time, it had updated to pretty much rain all day and all afternoon, certainly. So as of right now, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. The game was supposed to start at one thirty, and it's been delayed. So we definitely made the right decision, not driving all the way the rest of the way to the Bronx and just standing in the rain for a game that may or may not happen. Jackie's on the phone. She's keeping us updated. But last we yeah. heard, they were going to update again at 2.30. But alas, that does us no good because... We decided to bail.
1: Yeah, so we kind of made the decision not to drive to all the way to the Bronx, which could potentially take two to three hours in rain and traffic on a Sunday, and we decided to just hope that the game would be rained out. If that happens, we'll be able to go to use maybe the tickets or a voucher for a later game, and we'll still be able to do a Yankee Stadium review, but we did decide to pull an audible which we do sometimes and since we were already out west on long island we decided to go instead to the very popular and well-known sand city brewing in northport new york
0: you threw me off i was gonna say that there's good news and then i was gonna cue happy trombones oh do it anyway that's too late now oh
1: come
0: on it was all set up You jumped the gun.
1: Sorry. It's
0: over. You blew it, kid. I was just
1: telling a story about our day.
0: All right, fine. I forgive you. All right, you'll get the drinks next time. Okay, deal. But you're right. We did decide to pull an Audible and go to San City Brewing. San City Brewery? San City Brewing Company? What is it called? San City Brewing.
1: After last week when I felt like I embarrassed myself on the podcast by not knowing the exact name of the coffee roaster i looked it up and it is sand city brewing
0: see that's on you because i've established that i never know the names of the no, places you barely that know to. the town i very <laughs> rarely know the town but anyways sand city if you're from new york or long island you've probably heard of sand city if you're at all tapped into the craft beer scene and even if you're not you might have heard of it tertiary elsewhere but It's kind of a big one that's been on our list. It's a place I've actually been to a few times, but not in several years before going back before the pandemic. I haven't been there since. So I hadn't been there in quite some time and you had never been there. And I had told you that it's really in terms of the Long Island craft beer scene. It's one of the more classic craft breweries, in my opinion. I think they said on their sign right above the bar that they were established in 2015. It feels like they've been around a lot longer than that, but I very much remember them as sort of one of the, I guess, at the height of the haze craze breweries around here, where they were doing all sorts of stuff and continued doing all sorts of stuff with guava beers and IPAs and that sort of thing. So they're quite well known. And I think they were definitely worthy of a visit for all of those reasons. So, yeah, it was kind of nice. It was a happy sort of conclusion to. Alas, not being able to go to the Yankees game, we were finally able to visit this place that's been on our list. I can't believe we've been to Mm -hmm. 50 whatever places so far since we started the podcast and we haven't just made it to San City yet.
1: Yeah, it's been on our list probably since we started the podcast and we just haven't had a chance to make it out to Northport to go yeah. check it out.
0: Well, it's not like Northport is that far from us. It's maybe 45 minutes, an hour. But there's so many other places. It's sort of... I think yeah. I was I was making this comparison last week that people who live in New York City, we don't go into New York City enough. And it's almost... Like the equivalent of people who do actually live in the city who grow up there and say they've never visited the Statue of Liberty because they want to go explore so many other places and the, you You're overlook. Like, oh,
1: this is right in my backyard. Yeah, you I'll overlook save it for those another things. day. Yeah, another exactly. Day. And that's right.
0: exactly what happened with San City. But long this story is the short, other day. this is the other day. We're we here. We it. finally <laughs> reached the other day. So yeah. a little bit of uh, sunshine and rainbows at the end of the the rain for this one, and uh, that that led us to San City. So I guess. Our grading categories?
1: Yeah. So we will review San City and we will give an A through F, depending on our experience today, for the atmosphere and ambiance, service, beer, and food.
0: Yep. And those four categories, we will then tally up and come up with an overall podcast grade. So yeah, I mean... uh What do you think, Atmosphere and Ambiance? you want to kick it off?
1: Sure. So Sand City is in a downtown area. And Northport is a really cool town on Long Island. It's really close to the water. When you park in the parking lot for the town, which is free, which is awesome, you can see the water and the Northport Harbor on one side. And then you can walk right into town to get to Sand City on the other side. So we got parking really easy. And we walked around town a little bit before we went into Sand City. The first thing I noticed is that Sand City has a really cool, unique entrance. It's down an alley in the downtown with a wooden boardwalk. And there is a gate that says Sand City Brewing that they keep closed before they open. And then when they're open, they open up the gate and you get to walk down the alley that's all boardwalk into Sand City. And there's seating all along the alley. There's all black um, mesh outdoor tables. And then when you go inside, it almost looks like sort of a cabana or something. And there's plants hanging down from the ceiling on the outside. So when you open the door, you're walking inside. But it looks like you're walking into a cabana or like a shack or something. But when you go inside, it's just a regular brewery type building. I don't know if you can explain that a little better than I just did. But...
0: Oh, I could definitely It's very it unique. better. I'm a writer. Go right ahead. No, i kidding. <laughs> that's that's my, my least modest attempt at not being a jerk. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so first of all, I think the town in Northport is pretty cool, as you pointed out. There's a lot of older buildings from, they'll say, from the 1800s, that sort of thing. So really cool, really old, sort of timey vibe in a lot of ways. It was cool just to walk around even. And yeah, when you go to the brewery itself, it's near the water, pretty close to the water of the parking lots down there. And there's this big metal archway at the head of this alley that they open up, I guess, when the brewery opens and you walk down, there's tables all along the side of the alley. It's kind of cool. It feels as if it's almost like a little bit of a tunnel to some other world of craft beer, right? And you get to basically the entrance to the actual brewery. It's all kind of that boardwalk plank wood, which I think fits the theme really well, this idea of a sand city. Uh, near the water near the beach so really fits the Long Island theme well and yeah it's nothing remarkable from the outside but I kind of really like that the actual brewery building itself is you sort of described it like a shed I thought of it more like a boat shed the idea of where you would have yeah the people ceiling is very low well the ceiling's also slanted. slanted it's got that almost barnyard boathouse type vibe yes which, I, again, I thought fit the the sort of idea really well.
1: And vines all on the roof hanging yeah. down the side.
0: Yeah. So overall, it was nothing too crazy, nothing too complicated, but definitely unique in its character of just the virtue of what type of place it is.
1: And when it I went inside, the things that stood out to me was the fact that it really did feel like a no frills <laughs> type place yeah like this is what it we are take it or leave it kind of vibe not yeah. in a rude way or an unwelcoming way but mm-hmm. in a way where it felt like an old school brewery not mm. these new ones where there's big windows and big open spaces and yeah. all new sleek type of furniture and look this felt like a no-frills type brewery and there were small things that made me feel that way like the paint on the wall was dark blue mm-hmm. And some places, the wall paint, the paint was chipped. Some of the pictures were hanging. They must have been up there since 2015. Yeah. And they were a little crooked. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There was just different things like that going on that made it feel like they didn't really care too much about the aesthetics of the place, besides the fact that there were some cool touches like barrels, and you could sit around the barrels as the tables. And it was very comfortable in there. I was shocked at how comfortable I was, despite the fact that it wasn't the most aesthetically pleasing place we've been. I was still really, really comfortable.
0: Yeah, it was one of the more comfortable places for how not frilly it was, I think. As you pointed out with the barrels and the chairs, those were all nice and they were very convenient. They were perfect. I mean, I would have liked, we were talking about this as well while we were at the brewery, the bar counter. They have a really nice kind of beachy, uh, I don't know what kind of wood that is, but it feels like a beach bar Set, counter. down. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they have coat racks underneath it and foot rests underneath yes. it. And that's probably the least utilized bar I've ever seen in my life. Where There's
1: no opportunity to Just put a bunch of stools there. over there. Yeah. It would
0: be great. And you could just have the one side where you say pick up or take out cans only and people can place orders. I mean, it's probably something to do with the fact that they I know they do get busy because, as I said, I haven't been there in quite a few years now, but I have been there before and I've been there when they're very busy. So I understand maybe that's a part of it, but I would have loved that bar interaction more, but it was still a very comfortable place. Again, I think that's sort of my takeaway for how simple it was and no frillsy. I was very comfortable there. I mean, if we didn't come back here to do the podcast, I might have stayed for another beer or two and right. watched the football game. Right. There was one TV. It wasn't like these mega breweries like Victory Brewing in Philadelphia, which we really enjoyed. There's a million TVs, you can watch whatever you want. But this is just All right, there's a nice TV they have on the football game. Enjoy it, have your beer, have your pretzels, hang out. Like it was it was cool. I liked it.
1: Yeah, and there's one other thing that we must say about the atmosphere and ambiance which I loved, but not everybody would i think a lot of people would maybe yeah. hate this yeah but i loved it someone had brought in their kitten which was
0: yeah he had that sci-fi that sci-fi bubble backpack thing yeah. with a kitten inside it
1: and the kitten's name was slate and he was gray and so he was cute, cute and so yeah. little but the whole time we were there the kitten was just hanging out on the bar
0: yeah, just walking, walking across around. the bar, Everybody's, which is not for everyone. Not
1: for everybody. Yeah. Everybody went up and was petting but, the kitten. Yeah, it was cute. We were talking about the kitten. I got the kitten bit my finger and it was so cute and a little little bite. I loved it. When I went up to order a beer, I was like, oh, I'm going up so I can yeah. pet the kitten.
0: Yeah, you, you immediately saw the kitten and said to me, do you need a beer? I'll go get the I'll beer. Get what the else beer. do you I want? Be- All right, I'll, I'll be back in a little bit.
1: <laughs> and it got me thinking again, I want a kitten so bad. It was just the cutest kitten and... It was cool the employees were interacting with the kitten yeah. and it was just a really comfortable atmosphere. It really made kind of brought everybody in there together around the kitten. Yeah. You know, you talk to people that maybe you wouldn't talk to. Yeah, and, that's a
0: good point. Yeah.
1: But like we said earlier, this to me was cool and yeah. adds to my atmosphere and ambiance yeah. and community feel, but some people might think that this is really gross or you know, yeah. maybe some people wouldn't like that, but it's just something to know. A lot of Breweries allow dogs, allow cats, allow animals. So Mm -hmm. it's just something to think about. For me, it doesn't bother me, but you know, who knows?
0: Yeah, and I saw sort of, I guess, dog dishes by the bathrooms too. But there were a couple other. So yeah, and that was my previous experience. It was definitely dog friendly. So I'd never seen a cat like that, but yeah, it it definitely adds to the fact that this is a very, it's very local vibe. Yeah, and I don't know if that person was a local who brought in the cat, but yeah, as you said other people were coming over, petting, talking to each other. The bartenders were really into it. Yeah. It was just a really cool, chill, laid back vibe, which again is different than a lot of other places, but I like it. It's, it's really cool in its own way. So yeah, those were my main takeaways too. Definitely a lot in terms of just the relaxation of just plenty of room with what they have. Right. And um, yeah, I guess that's really what stood out to me.
1: Yeah, but we should cue
0: the toilets. You remember this time.
1: I finally did a talk over the cubic toilets. Bathroom <laughs> corner. Bathroom corner. So
0: there was a bathroom. There was. Which of course makes sense. Unfortunately, they only have one bathroom. Right. But it was serviceable. It was pretty big.
1: I did have one problem with the bathroom. There were flies. All over. <laughs> I didn't I knew, even it, want to I knew you shut would say that. The door, because I would have been swarmed by flies. Yeah,
0: they were. They were like little gnats. They were. I don't all, know what that was about. All
1: over the bathroom. There Maybe
0: was, put up some fly paper. I don't uh, know.
1: Yeah, because it seemed yeah. like the bathroom was where it was sort of congregating the yeah. flies.
0: Well, so this was another thing too, where when I think about atmosphere and ambiance, I would have liked a little bit more thinking about you. You know, why San City? Who are the Brewers? What is the story behind all of this? Where are the pictures? Where's the artwork? Where's the local artwork? Where's the local stories? You don't really get that here. And I feel as if, um, again, that's something that you may or may not want to include at your brewery for all sorts of reasons. But especially because it felt otherwise in terms of the actual experience, like such a localized neighborhood place, I, I think that would have been really cool to see. Because, again... Us coming from maybe an hour away, we're not going in there every day, but it still felt so comfortable. So I thought maybe there was a little opportunity along those lines as well. And as we've said with some other A-grade bathrooms we found, you know, that's often something that we say, hey, use the bathroom for this too. Put put up more of those, you know, pictures. I think there was maybe one or two pictures. There was kind of a funny one above the toilet about Amish fashion. It was a little <laughs> fetish shitty. I don't know what that exactly was about, but... Um, I would have liked more of that, yeah, so to say. More character so, yeah, I would say the bathroom, I mean, it was fine. It was it was pretty clean otherwise, I think, other than the flies. So it was like a solid I mean, there were paper towels, the everything worked. The soap dispenser, I hate this in bathrooms when soap dispensers are automatic mm-hmm. and you go and you're moving your hand to try to get it to go and then you miss and the soap just falls on the floor. <laughs> that happened to me more than once. Because oh. <laughs> I'm incompetent. So I don't like that. So yeah, I mean, again, it was a perfectly fine bathroom, otherwise. So I would say it was, it was like a average C, maybe C minus because of the flies.
1: Yeah, I I think I can't go more than a than a D plus because of the f- flies. <laughs> it, it grossed me out a lot.
0: Yeah, there, I, there funny, were some I flies. It wasn't grossed
1: out by the kid on the bar, but I was a little bit grossed out by the flies. I don't know why. You're a
0: flyist. Yeah, yeah, I am.
1: I am not yeah. into flies. That's fair enough. But luckily, they weren't around our table. There was like one maybe flying yeah. on our table a little bit, but it wasn't. Yeah really bad. So,
0: I don't know. I mean, do you have any other thoughts for atmosphere and ambiance or?
1: No, I think it's kind of hard for me to come up with a grade because I felt that it wasn't, like I said, this beautiful open, bright, spaced brewery, but it was also really comfortable and I could yeah. see myself going back there and chill in there with like friends or family. It was just a really good vibe in there. There was good energy in there. Yeah, it was cool. And I really liked it.
0: So what do you think for letter grade for atmosphere and ambiance?
1: I'm going to go because I was so comfortable because of the kitten was so cute. The kitten
0: has got to give it a The kitten's going B,
1: making it a B plus for me.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I was going to go B. I thought if I think about C as satisfactory, anything less than C as unsatisfactory and A as outstanding, I thought this was definitely above average. I was, again, and in some ways, very impressively, very comfortable, despite not having more of the other frills or other stuff I would normally want. So yeah, it was a very cool, interesting place in that way. I I think there's maybe some more opportunities, as we mentioned, and some might be more practical or reasonable for all sorts of reasons than others, whether chairs at the bar or artwork or stories, that sort of thing. But I think it's definitely still above my average expectation of how comfortable I was. As I said, if we weren't going to come back here to do the podcast, I would have hung out there quite some time longer. So yeah, Yeah. for me, I think B makes sense for atmosphere. I I would
1: also love to go back a time where we don't have to drive so we can have a couple more beers mm-hmm. it was really a cool definitely. atmosphere yeah. to go for a sunday for football for sports yeah. it was really really nice
0: yeah 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 and again it's it's almost like okay it's cool but i could see if you want to watch another game and there's two football games on there's only one tv right so it is limited in that practical capacity too but it's still a cool vibe
1: absolutely yeah. definitely
0: so service you start us off so i thought the service was pretty great I had a really good, I think, overall comfortable experience. Um, There were a couple different people working there, but the bartender definitely was very friendly. I got the feeling, again, that there was sort of the limitation of the fact that there weren't seats at the bar that would have been cool to sit sit at the bar and talk to them more. But again, it's it's sort of everything that we've said in terms of the comfort and in terms of the atmosphere and ambiance that I I did feel as if we could have spent quite some time there talking to whoever was working there. He even offered us a tour next time we go behind the bar or like in the brewery, which is right there in the back. So yeah, I thought it was overall really great. Other than those limitations, maybe just by virtue of the fact that, you know, there's not at bar seating. But I mean, that's really everything that stood out to me overall.
1: Yeah. And it was an interesting service experience for me because (laughs) when we went in, I realized that I know the bartender. Collusion. Yeah. So it's actually a coworker and a coworker of mine from maybe 10, 11 years ago. So that was really cool. We recognized each other right away and I got to catch up with him a little bit. But even though I knew him, I still felt like the people there would have treated us exactly the same whether or not we had known them. Yeah, I thought it was, a, like you said, a really good service experience. I think it would have been even better if we could have sat at the bar. But you can tell even just the level of comfort for allowing the kitten to be there and yeah, talking about the game and getting everybody sort of hyped up that the game was starting. And I think it was part of the reason we liked the atmosphere and ambiance so much was because mm-hmm. the service made you feel so comfortable and at home there that that speaks to a lot of it.
0: Well, we've talked about this before, where sometimes there's an advantage to going to a place and feeling as if, oh, this is cool. This is a local community environment that really connects to the people who live around in the area. But that can also be isolating if you're not from the area or you're new and they don't recognize you. And we've had those experiences, unfortunately, where they're buddy-buddy with their friends. And then it's kind of You're an annoyance to them or a nuisance and you feel that sometimes. And I get why that happens. It's sometimes inadvertent or it's just not obviously their intention, but obviously as well, you feel that as the person who is experiencing it. So, I I got that feeling that you wouldn't normally feel that here, even if it wasn't somebody that you happen to recognize. So yeah, I thought overall is pretty great. I mean, I'm going to go for service unless there's anything else you can think of.
1: No, I think that really sums it up well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go a minus for service because again, I would have liked a little bit more of that intimate setting in terms of the seating. But I thought overall, it worked really well.
1: I agree. I also would go A minus. So you're just stealing so my scores now? That's it. Yeah. Okay,
0: fine. <laughs> I guess so. I
1: think that's the perfect grade for our service experience.
0: Uh what did you think of the third category, beer?
1: So for beer, the first thing that I do wanna say is that we did agree while we were there that it was probably one of the coolest flight presentations that we've seen in all the breweries that we've been to.
0: Yeah, it was everything that I kind of want. I mean, you can do flight presentations in all sorts of ways, but the classes were just some of the nicest flight classes I've ever seen. Check us out on Instagram if you just search A-Grade Podcast, or if you become a Patreon yes. member at patreon.com slash Podcast. Clearly, I've had a lot of coffee while we were doing this episode so far. Click on the link in the episode description wherever you're listening to this as well. You can access behind-the-scenes pictures, videos, etc., and included within the pictures are pictures probably of those flight boards, correct? Correct. Okay, go. And videos. And videos of the flight board.
1: <laughs> so that was really cool. They were also really big, the yeah, glasses. Yeah, I felt as if
0: they were f- at least five ounce flight glasses, maybe six. Yeah, you so,
1: definitely get your money's worth if yeah, you get a flight.
0: When you get a flight, for anybody who doesn't know, I don't know how you're listening to this and don't know, but there are new listeners. Um yes. Usually that's a sampling of several beers, uh, four, five, six beers, and they come in smaller glasses. Sometimes anywhere from... 2 or 3 ounces to 5 or 6 and this was definitely on the 5 or 6 ounce end these
1: were one of the bigger yeah. flights glasses I've ever had and they were beautiful had. they said and, Sand
0: City yeah. and script across them they were nice
1: yeah they were really nice so that was great as far as the beers I think my favorite was definitely the Pilsner
0: the Italian Pilsner the
1: Italian. Pilsner. yeah that was
0: maybe my favorite it was too.
1: called the Vespa it was really light mm. it was really crisp it was really good as far as the other ones we got we got two and a stout that's a collaboration with South Down Coffee.
0: The South Down Stout.
1: Yes. We got an IPA and we got a pumpkin. Those didn't really blow me away. Mm-hmm. They weren't bad or anything, but I wasn't blown away. The IPA was way too happy for me. I didn't really love the IPA. And I felt like the pumpkin was very spicy, but mm-hmm. hasn't quite been dialed in yet. It might have just got on tap. Do dial in beer? You you can do
0: whatever you want. Right? Yeah.
1: I don't know. But I loved, I really liked the Pilsner. The rest were kind of average to me. I don't know. How did you feel?
0: So the Pilsner, I think, was my favorite as well. The bartender actually said, or beer tender actually said when I went to check out that they use Italian hops, obviously. That makes sense for an Italian Pilsner, but that he loves it too. And this is something that I felt about San City because obviously, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I've gone there a few times, but again, not in quite a while. And I've been having their beer since pretty much they opened. They were kind of a hot place on the scene back in the craft beer world, what was that, seven, eight years ago now. And I feel as if how how I feel now is how I've always felt that, yeah, they do IPAs well, but lots of places do IPAs well. And I feel as if they're really good at making beer. And I wish that they would do more non-IPAs. And I understand we've spoken about this with brewers, how they they have straight up told us some of them that I make IPAs because that's what the market wants. That's what people want. But we've also to, uh, spoken to brewers who say, well, so many other people are making IPAs. I'm specifically now trying to do Pilsners or Kolsch's or other types of ale because that market is cornered. And there's this opportunity to do these other styles in a really good way. And I've felt as if San City clearly knows how to make beer. They clearly know how to make really good beer. And it was really nice to see something like an Italian Pilsner. I don't think I'd ever had something that light at San City. I remember going to San City a few years ago, and it was pretty much all IPAs, maybe one stout. Mm. But the rest were just like all IPAs, all variations on IPAs. And they were good, but again, there's so many other places doing that. So I loved not only that they had an Italian Pilsner, but it justified what I've always felt that they could do a lot of other d- types of beers really well. And I thought that was way better than any of the IPAs, to be honest. I agree. The other IPAs I liked, I thought they were they were fine to good. But that, that Italian Pilsner stood out to me so much. And even the South Down Stout, which was a coffee stout, I believe, was really good. That was I, really good, too. I yeah. really liked that one. So definitely a lot of expertise in the beer making. And definitely a lot more styles and experimentation I would like to see them do moving forward. And they've done that in the past. They used to have, I don't know if they still do, but they had this whole Guava series, which was really interesting. So they definitely are into experimentation and trying different things. You know, that would be something if we see it sometime, it's worth trying because it's just so different. So, yeah, those are really my main beer thoughts. Um, What do you think for letter grade, though?
1: I think for me... You know, everything being said, I would go with a B. Damn for it. Beer. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say B for <laughs> so beer. So glad I got to go first. <laughs> uh,
0: that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, I think it's it's about right. It's it's really good beer overall, and I think if they did more of those other styles, it would probably be an even higher letter grade for me. You know, that's my preference to to see a little bit more of that eclectic style, but there's lots of ways that you can lean into one style over a another i mean we've gone to places like Hudson Valley that do only sours right. there are places that do pretty much only stouts there are places obviously that do only ipas other half for instance right so there's lots of different styles that you can lean into but i like i'm really excited to see that they've tried some of these others that's that's pretty cool
1: yeah definitely
0: and uh food food so I was telling you this at the brewery, that pre-COVID days, when I was a boy before COVID, the COVID-19, I remember they used to have those long tables with those pretzel rod buckets. (laughs) When we were kids, we'd walk uphill both ways to San City to get those pretzel (laughs) buckets
1: you sound like the grandpa in courage the cowardly dog
0: uh, i don't know what that is
1: you don't know courage the cowardly dog
0: i just know i'm that really good creepy, at voices That creepy apparently show? doing, doing yeah. that voice
1: that creepy show with the dog and the grandma and grandpa that live in the middle of the desert and there's always aliens and ghosts and creepy how things have i not happening? seen this you've never seen courage the cowardly dog i've
0: heard of it it's with that dog that's always scared he's annoying right
1: grandparents are annoying i thought the
0: dog was an asshole
1: no the dog is just like let's get out of here there are ghosts and aliens and creepy things happening and the grandma and grandpa are like oh courage you're such a coward
0: yeah see i always thought the dog was an asshole no oh really
1: the dog is the one with all the common sense and the grandparents are crazy and it talks like this the grandpa oh the grandpa the dog doesn't i thought he sounded
0: like the grandpa from family guy
1: no i don't think the dog talks i think the dog's always just like scared and like what are you people doing
0: That sounds awful. That sounds like an anxiety trip. It is
1: so stressful. (laughs) I think this show is why I have anxiety, is from watching this show when I was a kid.
0: In any event, (laughs) when I was a boy, they did have these pretzel rod buckets. And I guess they got rid of them, obviously, during COVID, because you can't have drunk people going, like zombies with their hands in pretzel buckets. So they do still sell pretzels behind the bar, which kind of sucks because they're not free. The pretzel buckets used to be free.
1: The Uts pretzels, though.
0: The Uts. Uh, you could get Utz pretzels and Utz chips. Yes. I don't know why I'm southern now.
1: I don't know what's uh-huh. going on. <laughs> what if I laughed like that?
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do people actually laugh like that? No. From down south? <laughs> no. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah. Um yeah, so you could buy those. And uh oh, I think I made her crack. <laughs> She's cracking. Yep. <laughs> um you I'm could crackin buy cracking like an egg. You could buy those for $2 a bag, which was very fair. And they were they were pretty Decent sized bags, enough to we split a bag of pretzels and it kind of sustained us until we got home. So they also had QR code menus, I think, where you could order food from South Down. And I think they would actually deliver it Mm -hmm. from South Down, which is, again, they do the South Down Stout. That's a local coffee roaster. They have a location, I think, like two storefronts over Mm -hmm. from San City. So they do lots of things. I think they had tacos and sandwiches and all sorts of just random coffee shop foods it's like a full service menu basically so you could get all sorts of food there i like that i like that they don't have a kitchen but they paired with another business to not only just say ah eh, bring ever bring whatever you want which some breweries are nice enough to do if they don't have food they say yeah you can just bring food especially if you're in a town or a village and there's stuff nearby they'll let you do that often that's great but i like when they specifically have a relationship with somebody else and they can say yeah you know what we're going to help you you're going to help us Let's make this easy for customers too to be able to just scan order. It gets delivered. That's really cool. So we didn't try any of that food. We have had their food before at their other coffee roasting locations and we know it's really good. So I'm sort of at a loss for the food grade. I don't know. What do you what do you what are your thoughts?
1: I think it this is best case scenario for when you don't have a kitchen. Yeah. Exactly. I know that there are A lot of obstacles in order to get a kitchen into businesses, especially breweries, it might not be worth it. But I appreciate when a place puts in consideration and makes it really easy to order from a neighboring business and even get it delivered to you so you don't have to leave. And I'll tell you, we got the pretzels for $2, which was really cheap, and it was clutch. It was really, really, really good and hit the spot to go with the beer. So I appreciated all of their efforts and the fact that they made it really easy without having a kitchen. So I mean, I don't think that you can get in the A grade or anything like that, or maybe even the B grade if you don't have a kitchen. But I could see myself falling with a C
0: C+. Yeah, but don't they kind of have a kitchen if they have a partnership with another place that... It's not like another brewery... It's like
1: Poe Sandwich Shop or something. Yes,
0: at which we gave an A to because Poe Sandwich Shop at Human Robot Brewing in Philadelphia, they don't have a kitchen, but they have a hole the in the wall ever. of Poe Sandwich Shop next door and they just slide you the sandwiches, <laughs> basically.
1: Or Whistlepunk in Spokane, Washington. Yeah. Where we had the best meal. So, do we grade it as Southtown's food? I don't know. We didn't order anything though.
0: Well, that's my point. It's That's different than a brewery that has you able to just bring in whatever. Because, this is
1: the better scenario.
0: Well, because it's basically this if they deliver, it's the same thing as having a kitchen. Right. Because you're sitting there and you order and the food comes. If they didn't tell us that there was no kitchen, you wouldn't know. And
1: it looked like How a would you good. Know? Bar menu. It looked like Southdown modified their menu a little to appease beer drinkers and not just coffee drinkers.
0: Which would make sense. So I mean, I've so I've had Southdown food before. I know that it's really good food. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go B plus for food because it must be good. I do like the idea of. I mean, again, we've been to places where you can get fresh pretzels and chips and those sorts of things too. They just had the bag, so it's not as if it's outrageously outstanding like some of these other places. But I think it's really good. I I think it's definitely above average of a lot of other places that just have stuff for sustenance. I would say, okay, that's satisfactory. It does the job. It does much more than that. But yeah, I I think that sort of makes sense consoling all the factors for me.
1: And I already said C plus. I think I should lock that in. But I agree with your assessment of B plus and thinking about it your way. I can see why B plus is even a better grade.
0: You do you, you yep. grade you absolutely, so what are our tallies for the four categories what what do we got?
1: So, our report card is for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe got a B. I gave a B plus for service, we both gave a minuses for beer, we both gave B's, and for food, Joe gave a B plus, I gave a c plus
0: hmm hmm, okay,
1: I'm ready. I think I
0: know my letter grade same. Three, two, one. Three, Three two, two, one, B. B. God
1: damn
0: it. <laughs> Why do we always pick the same letter grade?
1: I think we have really perfected the rubric. We know what a is. Then you know what? You're fired. Is. I'm doing
0: it myself. The, oh,
1: my God. Yeah, I'm doing the podcast. No I'm going solo.
0: The band is broken up. <laughs> All right. So that's a B for San City Brewing Company. Brewing? whatever they're called <laughs> from A grade podcast. <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a good grade. I think I that's do. I think that's one of those grades where you need to understand the rubric behind it. And again, what does stand out to us and how that stands out to us compared to other brewery experiences because sometimes people hear B and they think that's not good, like my students, because they just always want A's, but Again, there's a lot of factors at work. And I think if you are looking for this type of vibe, for this type of atmosphere and experience, this is better than a lot of other places that might also even be in the B range.
1: And I would actually I think it's a
0: strong B. That's what I'm trying to say. Me too.
1: And I would actually go as far to highly recommend Sand City Brewing. I would say it it's, a, cool. it's a destination place. I would say you can spend a morning in Northport. You can walk around. You can check yeah, it's out the Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Check out the water. Yeah. I think Sand City's definitely destination. I think it had really high expectations in my brain, and it totally lived up to them. I really had a good time, and I can't wait to go back.
0: All right. We'll see. All right. There's also another location, Sand City South, Oh, which is a bigger location I forget where. Somewhere on the south shore of Long but Island. But will
1: there be a kit in there? There might. It, I'll only go if there's a kit in.
0: I can't promise or guarantee that.
1: Well, maybe we'll go if the Yankees game is rained out. We'll go on our way to the Yankee game that we go to next time.
0: Yes, let's make that the plan <laughs> for now. By the way, which you check. I think, yes. while we were recording, and they're still delayed, right? They're still delayed. 3.30 now?
1: They're going to try to play it's, at 3.30. Oh,
0: it's 3.15 now, and they're still delayed. So we made the right call, Yes. San City. We chose you over Yankees. Yes. That's saying something.
1: That's saying something, San and, City. And we're
0: glad we made that decision. Yes. So hope, if you're listening, San City, you <laughs> enjoy this review, because we definitely enjoyed you. And, yes. Uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty much everything.
1: Yeah, B for San City Brewing. You heard it here.
0: You heard it here. So uh, yeah. What else? That's it. You got anything we'll be else? back
1: next week with another coffee what roaster gonna do or craft week. beer brewery.
0: Or we could do something else. I, I don't mean, know. we we'll were going to do the tide we, takes us. We were going to we were going to do Yankee game this week. So yeah. who knows? We could go to the movies next week. Yeah, I don't that. I want to
1: go to the movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, it's not going to happen.
1: It's going to be a surprise to us. Even I'm going to be surprised at our next episode as well.
0: I actually have no idea what we're. <laughs> we I don't have know no Where plans we are yet. going? This yeah. is
1: great. Very fun. But
0: we'll we'll we we will have something. So yes. yeah. Hope you guys enjoy. If you do, follow us wherever you're listening. You can subscribe to us wherever you're listening. Whether that's Spotify, Apple, uh, I don't know any other site. I mean, you can look for us wherever. All right? of them. All of them. All, all the hits. Podbean. Pandora. Follow us, like us, share us. Yes, please. Love us.
1: $3 a month, become a Patreon, and it will go right back into the small businesses that we are reviewing
0: Patreon.com recommending. Patreon.com slash A-Great Podcast. Click on the link in the description. Or again, love us. share this with a friend who you think will enjoy. Yes. Because we like friends. Yes, we do. We have no friends.
1: We need more friends.
0: We're desperate. We this is why we do friends. a podcast. Love us. Please. <laughs> love us. <laughs> friends. friends. We're desperate. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and <laughs> no, on no. that note. <laughs> well, th- I also, thank you to our current Patreons. Yes. We couldn't do it without you guys. We do have we do have some friends.
1: Yes, we do. And, and they're
0: great. They're I a great friends. friends. I actually do love our Patreons. I love our Patreons. They're, they are great, yeah, actually. Same. They're, they're pretty awesome. They give yeah. us, like, awesome recommendations mm-hmm. for places, too. So, um, yeah, if you want to join the Cool Kids Club, you know where to find us. Now's the time. Now's always the time. (laughs) If you're listening to this now or a year from now, whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we'll be back next week, uh, Monday morning, 7 a.m., new episode. You don't have to listen to us at 7 a.m., but that's when the new episodes come out, of course. And uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. Absolutely. So until next time, stay safe out there, be well, drink well, and hope to see you then.
1: Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Do-do-do-do-do. You gotta say something. You always say something crazy before we
1: end. That's
0: a DMCA. You can't do that. Again. Yeah, it gets the podcast like removed.
1: How about sad
0: sacks? It sounds like you're saying something else.
1: Not sad sex. Sad sex.
0: sacks. Sa- say sad. Say sad sacks. Sex. Sad sacks. Sex. No. <laughs>